Welcome to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive, featuring conversations with performing artists and industry influencers on what it takes to succeed in the arts. I am your host, Diane Foy, and I believe that you really can make a living from your creative talents. As a publicist, podcaster, and coach, my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower you to thrive with authenticity, creativity, and purpose. Hello, and welcome to episode 68 of Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. I wanted to start this episode with some gratitude. I've been creating this podcast for over two years, and it's nearing 8,000 downloads. That may not sound like a lot in comparison to many other podcasts out there, but I'm always coaching artists on how slow and steady growth is the longer lasting growth. I wanted to take a moment to recognize some listeners who took the time to leave a review for the show. It means so much to me each and every time someone tells me that they either learned something new or was inspired by an episode. The first one comes from Nella Marina, who says about the show, what a wonderful resource to have in your pocket. So many amazing tips from an industry expert. Thank you for all the amazing free information that you put out there. Thank you so much for your kind words. And because I Google everyone, I will tell everyone that Nella Marina is an Australian actress from Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, who has relocated to Vancouver, BC, Canada. That's very cool because I love Australians and I grew up in Vancouver. So, you know, we should hang out. Another recent review was from a previous guest of this show. Vocal coach Judy Rodman says, This podcast is a quality audio experience that doesn't waste time getting to the heart of matters of interest to singers, dancers, actors, and other artists. I had the honor of being interviewed and found Diane's experience in the field of the arts made her an insightful interviewer who knows how to dig into the good stuff. That's so sweet. I loved my conversation with Judy, so if you happen to miss it, it was just a few back at episode 66, and hear all about her fabulous 50-year career in the music industry. I also love seeing where people are from that are downloading the show. The number one country is now India. I have no idea why, but that's fantastic. <laughs> USA is the second and Canada is next. I also wanted to shout out listeners from France, Senegal, the UK, Australia, Brazil, and Spain. How cool is that? I would absolutely love to hear from all of you. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a review for the show on iTunes. Take a screenshot and tag me at Diane Foy PR and I'll be sure to share it with my audience and also give you a shout out on a future episode. 
I would love to hear from you all. I'm evolving just like you guys, and I hope that you will evolve with me. I'm all about creativity, arts, and entertainment, and following your dreams. That's what I really want. I just, that's my purpose. I just want to help everyone believe that what they want is possible, help them figure out how, and if I could share different experiences I've had, knowledge I have that to help you get there, I'd love it. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month in the U.S. My guest today, XRE, is a LGBTQIA+, alt-pop singer, writer, and mental health advocate from Toronto, now based in Los Angeles. Her life motto is all about turning pain into power through art and self-care. Having comorbid disorders is not her identity, but her superpower. XRE's visceral lyrics transmit messages of hope as often as they ponder tragedy. Her sound comes to life in the middle. Her upcoming EP, Anja, dedicated to her first ever girlfriend, is being released this June to celebrate their newfound love and Pride Month. It is XRE's mission to use creativity to empower and raise awareness by using her platform to encourage others to turn their pain into power by finding conduit for healing. Her goal is to make a global impact as an artist, songwriter, advocate, and public speaker to spread her message, light, and self-care tips to help heal the world. For the entire month of May, so there's only a few weeks left. If you're listening to it, catch it now. But even if this you're listening to it afterwards, you'll find out from our discussion that she has big plans to have many events multiple times a year, growing into like a lullapalooza for self-help. For the entire month of May, she's hosting Mental Health Month with XRE. There's still time if you're listening now, and it's a free online festival with workshops and talks by healers, teachers, advocates, artists, and organizations. They are featuring powerful stories, yoga, guided meditations, sound baths, coping skills, emotional freedom technique, radical acceptance, LGBTQIA+, and mental health, sleep hygiene, crystal healing, cultural diversity, mindful mantras, intention setting, and so much more. It's been free little workshops every, almost every night for the month of May. XRE aims to spark conversation, connect like-minded people, and provide healing support throughout the month that participants can utilize in the future. She hopes to normalize mental health and create an environment where everyone feels accepted, supported, and seen. I hope you enjoy our conversation. So welcome to the show. 
tell me, how is the Mental Health Month Festival? How is that going so far? It's great. It's called Mental Health Month with XRE. It is a month-long free festival. Welcome to anybody and everybody. And it's been fantastic. We just started week two yesterday. We did affirmation building, mirror work, and physical touch. And it was so powerful. Last week, we did coping skills with National Alliance on Mental Illness, did meditation and sound baths, also um, did some other classes like in sharing our stories. And it's just been a powerful start to it. It's a full month, started on May 2nd, going till May 31st. And I'm just so excited about it. I, I really feel very lucky to be healthy and have the capacity to host a space for other people to be supported and seen, know they're not alone, and hopefully walk away with a bigger coping skills and self-care wellness tool belt. Wonderful. What what inspired that? Like that sounds like a big undertaking to organize all your guest speakers and your workshops. And so how did that all come about? Well, I just feel like it's so important, especially during these times to have free resources for people. And I just wanted to do something special for Mental Health Month. I originally thought maybe I'll do an IG Live or something here and there. And then I just realized between all the amazing light workers, healers, teachers, advocates, and organizations I know that I actually have the capability of putting together a full month. And I am uh, somebody who is very motivated and very organized and has good time management skills. And um, I can focus my energy and really achieve something when I put my mind to it. So with tens of hours of work, I put together a full month calendar from April 1st to April 15th is when it was live on my site. So I did it in just over two weeks. Lots of phone calls, lots of video chats still going on because like I'm planning the whole month. So there's different conference times to plan everything with different speakers. And it's been a huge undertaking, but really it's all the people involved who are making it possible. Also, my amazing girlfriend has been so helpful, making individual flyers for everybody. And it's just been so wonderful to create this family together of all the organizers and supporters who are helping make it happen, but also all of the people in the community who are joining to um, experience this with me. So it's been amazing. Well, cool. I joined the sound bath one last oh, week. Oh, nice. That was pretty cool. Um, Thank you. I was curious about different things. I think you, I saw that you had one coming up about crystal healing. I'm totally into that. I'm there. Yes, <laughs> yes. So my hope was to create a calendar that um, gets people excited. And I don't expect anyone to tune into every session. I know that's really hard to do. So I just thought the more sessions there are, the more opportunities people will see something they resonate with. And really to just look through, peruse that calendar and put in your in your timetable whichever days excite you and resonate with you and, and um, hopefully you'll learn something new or maybe learn something again that you forgot you knew about or just like feel that you met a new friend in the community and feel less alone or hear part of someone's story and, and really just feel connected and inspired with hope. Yeah, and it's interesting. There's a lot of different alternative modalities that I never really heard of like the sound bath thing. I'm like, Oh, that sounds really cool. I love music. And yeah, it is healing. You know, totally. Music is so healing and powerful. And I'm really a spiritual person. And I believe in bringing in 
Western and Eastern philosophies. So I take medication and I have a psychiatrist. I also have a therapist, but I also meditate. I also do yoga and do other exercise and journal. And I find it's a well-balanced, holistic approach to self-care and healing that works for me. And um, I know if something's worked for me, it could definitely help other people. And that what works for me exactly isn't what's going to work exactly for someone else. But that if we have a variety of things showcased, we could really all creatively make our own tool belts that suit our own needs and walk away feeling like we have just a, a better capacity at navigating the ups and downs of life. Like it's not just meant for somebody who has mental illness, although I do have comorbid disorders and I struggle with a variety of mental illnesses. Um, I think that anybody and everybody needs to focus on wellness just to make the most um, fulfilling life that they can have, right? Yeah. And just have a support system and to know that you're not alone because every night you have a new guest and new people talking about their experiences, which is great. Thank you. Yeah, I really, I'm loving it myself too. I'm really enjoying it as much as it's been causing a little anxiety and some stress just to organize it all. Um, I'm really enjoying attending the classes and hosting and it brightens my day to see other people benefiting from it. And that, that is the goal. Yeah. And I, I love your life motto, turning pain into power through art yes. and self-care. Tell me about that. I love that. Thank you. So what I like to say about pain into power, it's learning how to transmute, basically taking our weaknesses and finding them to be our biggest strengths, harnessing them through creativity and self-care. So for example, maybe I was having a fear one day. This is true. It's not a maybe. I was having a fear one day about dying alone and um wanting my outliving my partner and like wanting to die at the same moment as my partner and I had this fear and anxiety and then all of a sudden I came with the words in my head don't die without me and I said them to my girlfriend and all of a sudden I was like wow that sounds like a song title and I start writing a song and channeling this fearful dark energy and turning it into light by writing about it and making art out of it so that's in one way through creativity through writing and through music how I find healing and to like let go and release fears and dark energy and transmute. Another way I do that is through exercise. Um, and another way I do that is through meditation. So for me, it's like creativity and self-care, whatever it may be, go hand in hand for a healthy release and a conduit to transmute and turn our pain into power, making our burdens our blessings by finding meaning out of our challenges. Right. And so you're from Toronto? Yes. Yeah, I'm Toronto. Um, so how did your music career start what were you like as a child what were you interested in how did that come about that you that this is your path how was I as a child how did I get into music great questions I always loved singing I was brought up in a very chaotic environment and had a lot of anxiety and I feel that singing soothed me it really relaxed me and helped me ground and get into my body and just calm me down. And I just always had an affinity for singing. So I asked my parents to sign me up for lessons when I was seven and I was so um, lucky to be able to be put into lessons. And I studied singing and then my parents saw how much I loved, loved it. They helped me record a song when I was 10. And then I did musical theater starting at eight and I was in a girl group by age 11 and then recorded my first album with the girl group when I was 13, started touring at 15. 
I loved music, but it was honestly a very difficult time with family and things were going on and I started having depression and um, I noticed a lot of the darkness in the industry um, and that there's a lot of dirtiness in this industry and it could be very tainted and it turned me off. And I tried to avoid music for some years and just focused on musical theater and creative writing at home and singing by myself. Um, and I just didn't want to be commercially working on music. And um, it wasn't until in university when I was studying psychology that I formed a band again. And I like found myself in the music building more than wanting to be in the psychology building and taking all my electives in music. And my heart just kept returning me to music even though my mind was like, do something else, study psychology, become a psychologist or go into marketing and you know avoid music, you know, no, no, no. And I just, my heart kept on walking me into that room. So I eventually started putting out music again and diving more into writing again. And then uh, it wasn't until I got a grant, thankfully, from the Canadian government in 2015 to really invest in my music that I took the opportunity to select a fantastic producer and who will really help me harness my skills and become authentically an artist. Um, and he really showed me everything I know at the beginning of songwriting. His name's Fernandez. And we wrote my first CP, Tunnel Vision, together in 2015, which came out in 2016. So that was um, when I changed my name into Ari from my personal name, which is Daniela Waters. And I just like, I was putting out music and it was all right. It just wasn't like as well crafted. I didn't quite know much about songwriting, although I was writing songs since for years. I just never studied under somebody for how to craft music. It was just all organic for me and I definitely needed some refinement. So I learned a lot about that through my first CP and then I started coming out to LA in 2014, 2015 around the same time and just inserting myself into as many songwriting sessions as possible and just learning and learning and learning. And now I'm working on, well, I'm releasing my 50p Anya dedicated to my girlfriend in Pride Month. I've been sprinkling out singles. The first one came out uh, April 16th, She Knows It, with a music video I directed, produced, and edited. And my single, Good For Me, second single off my Anya EP, comes out on Friday, May 14th, and the EP out June 25th to celebrate Pride and our newfound love. As my first relationship with a woman, and I've also been working on my sixth EP at the same time. So it's been a whole long process, but to answer it, I guess I started in childhood, and that <laughs> just gave you a whole long route of where I am today. Yay! Um, how did you promote your music? How did you build your following? That's such a great question. I feel like I'm still building my following, and it takes a lot of investment into marketing teams and digital marketing and um, social media ads and playlist pitching, which I know now is like a dead service, but getting Spotify promotions, getting people to land on your page and getting them to check out your music. It's a lot of work and I still, like I said, I still feel like I'm really creating a, a fan base. But I definitely have some fans, you know, some people are listening and I'm so grateful for them and I love them dearly. But I have yet to like create a fan base that's like demanding some kind of world tour. Like I'm not right. at that phase yet. And hopefully that's in my future. I look forward to that time. And I really try to respect the moment and just appreciate where I'm at each day. And everything is a learning process. And I look forward to growing more, including with growing my fan base. And what is your relationship with social media? Interesting question. I used to be really repulsed by social media 
and really found it such a chore. And then I had a paradigm shift with how I approach it. Uh, a couple months ago, I decided to be more playful and more informative and engaged with social media. And I decided to do this through videos of me talking and showing my personality and my story a bit more in the fun side and also the resources um, side where I'm giving information about mental health and also just making it a bit more captivating by just being myself. For a long time, I was just posting stills of me kind of like in a cute outfit and with my makeup done and just like a smile here to the camera. And I wasn't really, and I was thinking about making powerful captions, but I wasn't thinking about making engaging visuals. And so I think I've really stepped up my game in the last couple of months in that regard. And it's made it so much more fun to be on social media. And instead of a chore, like I look forward to planning what I'm releasing. And I feel like my message is more executed in, a, in an alignment with myself authentically. And that makes me happier about social media. Yeah. It's a lot of people don't want to go on social media because they maybe don't understand it, but it's all about relationships. And that's probably how you are building your fan base is because you're showing up authentically, you're sharing your stories, you're sharing your vulnerability, and people connect to that. Thank you. I so agree. Like I connect with people when they're vulnerable. So if that connects with us both, of course, it's going to connect with other people. It's so true. And vulnerability is strength. And I really appreciate anybody who has the courage to be vulnerable. Yeah. And what advice would you give the, your younger self wanting? What, back when you were like working on music as a teenager, what advice helps, would have helped you then? Really knowing that everything is meant to be and everything that I was going through has a purpose and meaning in a much larger scale than I realized at the time. You know, I do feel that I've been sent here from Earth, from another planet, whatever, how many hundreds of thousands of years ago, because I believe we all come from other planets and we're sent to Earth on some kind of mission. And I really believe my mission is to help heal the world and help other people, even if it's just a small group of people, however many people I can reach to then thereby help heal the world because it feels like it's my duty as a human if I have gone through these kind of struggles that are so specifically related to mental health and mental illness that I can find purpose in my life by sharing my message and helping other people know that recovery is there for them too because when I felt super lost and scared and alone and ashamed and, and self-stigmatized myself and didn't want to share my story and thought my life was over. It turned out it was just the beginning. And I just think every ending is a beautiful beginning. So if I could go back to my younger self, I'd really just say, trust the process, trust the universe. Everything that's happening to you has a larger picture. This is your purpose. This is what you're meant for, you know, and that just to truly believe everything that comes our way is our destiny. Yeah. And what are your future plans? Like what where would you like to be in five years? <laughs> the typical job interview question. I'm loving your <laughs> No, it's great. It's so important to be introspective and have these kind of questions. I love it. Um, so where do I see myself in five years? I see myself um, managing mental health and music. Um, I see myself running Mental Health Month with XRE, whether that stays the name or becomes a different festival name where I have multiple weekends throughout May in different cities where we have in-person self-care meets wellness festival Coachella style with 
um, live music, um, short films, long films on mental health, coping skills, organizations sharing their talks, bridging the gap between Western philosophy and Eastern philosophy, having spiritual healers, shamans, and light workers sharing their gifts, doing group songwriting classes, recording music dedicated to that specific weekend that everybody is a co-writer on, making magic with other people and letting them know healing is there for them and giving people a chance to learn how to turn their pain into power. So through a festival, I see that something that I can grow and every year hopefully gets bigger and bigger and really gets to the point where um, I live and breathe that. And also I could see myself um, touring, um, hopefully in the next year, opening up for a band that is a like mine, but has a much larger audience so I can engage with their fan base and, and grow as a performer. I would love to in five years have done a world tour, have collaborated with artists like Sia and Lady Gaga and um, Imagine Dragons and um, just really be able to work with amazing up and coming artists and, and help young artists. And by young, I just mean less experience, nothing to do with age, but people really learn how to tell their story and, and share my gifts of storytelling with other people to help them garner their skills. And so I'd love to mentor other artists collaborate with artists that I am inspired by and provide a space through a festival for healing and support for others. I love the festival idea. That's amazing. Thank Combining you. music and it's like a, it's like a retreat, <laughs> a retreat festival. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A retreat festival. Exactly. Instead of which band do I see at five o'clock? Oh, do I go to a sound healing or do I go to yoga or do I go see the, the musician down this down the air? It's that's amazing. Yes, Love you it. got it. And I've been thinking like it could be like an app, choose your own adventure, and there could be three or four events going on simultaneously, and you kind of organize your agenda based on your own needs and what you want to learn that day and be engaged with. So I've been coming up with and brainstorming a lot of additional activities. It will be bringing to life the existing Mental Health Month with XRE calendar, but also adding on some interactive things that could only be done in person. Yeah. And so I'm really looking forward to this, and I've been putting out feelers for partners and how to go about it. Cause I've never ran a, a festival of, of that nature, but I know that if I could do what I've done this year so quickly that yeah. I have the time to really plan it for next year and then the following year. So for five years, I really see it being at its prime. Who knows what the first year will look like. And I'm going to be patient in that process and just trust whatever is it, it comes to be is what it's meant to be. But I think sometimes it takes about five years to really flourish something. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I always ask, what is your why? I think we've shared some of that, but like, what is, what is your why? Why do you chase this dream of music and your festival? What is the driving force for you? Interesting. I try to live my dream day to day. I remember someone once told me like, why chase your dreams if you can live your dreams? And that always just felt really present and grounding to me because I feel like the word chase and I know you mean it in a positive way and um, to me has a negative connotation of like not being where we're at want to be at yet right. yet right so I just try to appreciate every stage of where I'm at instead of an end goal so right now I'm very grateful that I have the capability of having a vision in my head 
whether it's music or a music video or a piece of artwork and being able to communicate that and translate it into the art form of whatever it may be. And it took me several years to get to that point of being able to translate an idea into a reality. So to me, that is a certain level of success that I have attained through so much practice. So that's where I'm happy where I'm at right now. And why um, I think it's just my what I'm meant to do. I'm so driven by purpose and by meaning. We all need purpose and meaning in our lives. It's what keeps us going. And my purpose is is to not let um, my past burdens take me down, but to lift me up and to bring me to a higher vibration to thereby enable other people to do that. And I really think that I'm not a unique individual. I've just put a lot of work into introspection and healing and in self-care and mental health and that anybody could be like me and have happiness in their life too and of course my day-to-day -day isn't perfect i have struggles you know i'm a human but i've really learned how to manage them in a healthy way and i just want people and another reason why is like i really want to see the suicide rates go down like when i think yeah. about something like that can actually be seen I really hope in my lifetime that I see a graph like that on my deathbed, I could look at a graph of where suicide rates were at in 2021 and then see a dip down in the direction of everybody who advocates for mental health, everybody who gets involved, that's another ally who's working towards making the world a better place. And I just would love to see that really motivates me to see a reduction and to see an increase in healing and a reduction of suicide rates. It would be such a satisfying thing to see in my life. Yeah. And to offer like this month long of free resources. A lot of times people that are struggling, they just don't have the resources. It's I think even 20 years ago, it's like if you were struggling, you struggled alone and you well, I can't afford a psychologist. And so, you know, you're kind of lost, but now there's so many amazing opportunities and the workshops that you're putting together is amazing. It's like all these free resources and an opportunity to, to try out different modalities and to have a support system. I think it's fantastic what you're doing. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And I really agree with you. It is so difficult for some people, especially marginalized groups or lower social economic status. It's really hard to get the help we need, but there is help there for everybody. There's free online support groups. There are tons of resources. It's just letting people know about them and, yeah. and making it accessible because I did a lot of research, but I found um, hotlines that anybody can text. Um, I found online support groups that anybody can join. You know, there's really so much out there if we take the time and know where to find it. Yeah. You know, so that's why I made my self-care tips page on my website, which has every single resource I could ever research on one page for anybody who's struggling. Because I know when I was at my lowest with severe depression and recovering from a psychotic episode because of bipolar 2, I did not know how to find help for myself or where to turn. So when I became healthy enough to put together this list, I really dove into it and put tens of hours of work into research. So to make that available for people, and I'm not the only person who has resources on their site, a lot of amazing organizations have resource pages. Um, and I just think knowing that there is help out there and also feeling empowered to help ourselves like yes, therapy matters. And 
I think medication is huge. Some people don't have access to medication and that's really breaks my heart when I see homeless people on the street mumbling to themselves because I know I just think two steps away. If I didn't have family and medication, I'd be on the street mumbling to myself. I'd be on the street like yelling random things. I've had psychosis and, and was following false realities and timelines and paranoia and delusions. That can happen to me. That can happen to anybody if with a mixture of different mental illnesses, people can experience psychosis and get stuck in it without medication and proper support. So I just feel my heart breaks when I see people who don't have access to medication because that's medication really saved my life. You know, so I wish medication could be free and for yeah. anybody who needs it. And I wish the stigma of taking meditation medication would go down so people could get the opportunity to be well and stable because I wouldn't be stable without medication. And, um, or I wouldn't have been able to get back to myself without medication. So, um, yeah, it is important to have those resources. I'm very lucky to be able to have a therapist, but there have been times I've been without therapists. And what I was getting at is that we can really do so much from home by ourselves. Like meditating doesn't require an instructor. We can go on YouTube and search a guided meditation and find one. Yoga doesn't require a membership at a yoga studio. You can go yoga with Adrian is amazing. She has so many yoga videos on YouTube. You want to learn if you want to do um, sound bath healing, just go on YouTube and search sound bath healing. Also pause and expand the organization who led it. They have tons of free um, sound bath and guided meditations that you could tune into. It's just like making a commitment to ourselves, you know, to take these um, skills and integrate it into our life. We want to learn a new breathing exercise go on YouTube and type in guided breathing exercise. You know, like there's just so much out there. It's just, I think one of the biggest things is knowing where to find it, knowing that it's out there and then committing to doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem too. A lot of times you have the resources, but if you don't commit to doing it on a regular basis, you kind of get stuck in your own little world of negativity. And uh, that's so amazing. All the resources that you're providing. So where can people find you online? And if they're listening to it this month, they can still attend a lot of your uh, mental health festival. Yes. So you can find me anywhere online under XARI official. That's my handle on all social media platforms. And my website, xareofficial.com has everything from Mental Health Month with XRE to self-care tips to my pain into power campaign, to music, videos, signing up to my mailing list. If you want to be in touch about anything related to mental health events or music or concerts, you can sign up for my mailing list. Always looking for new friends to be part of the Mental Health Month with XRE family. So tune in if we're listening before May 31st, please join us. And um, you can just sign up to my mailing list if you want to be invited to next year's event as well. And future events. I'm thinking about what's going to go on for Suicide Awareness Month, what's going to go on for World Mental Health Day. Um, that's in September and the other is October 10th. So there will be other events to come up. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that you do with us. I will have links in the show notes. And uh, any parting words of wisdom for us? Thank you so much, Diane. appreciate you making space for me. And uh, parting words... I'd say keep your head up, know what's meant for you, won't miss you, know that you are on this earth with for a reason, your life has purpose, 
You are meant to be here in this world for a reason. Never forget that and believe in love and light. It will guide you all the way. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Diane. Stay well and healthy and happy. It was so great talking to her and getting to know her. And definitely check out her music because it is fun. For links and a transcript, visit singdanceactthrive.com slash 068. Thanks for listening to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. Be sure to join the mailing list at dianefoy.com to gain access to exclusive bonus content, a weekly newsletter, and an invitation to our private Facebook group of purpose-driven performing artists and industry influencers. Thank you.